Hey, my name is Girly, and welcome to Girly IRL Lockdown Edition. Today, I'm super stoked to have Nadia from Pussy Riot on the show. I've been so inspired by this woman's activism through her music since Pussy Riot first came on the scene when I was a teenager. So although we are oceans apart through the beauty of technology, I'm gonna ask Nadia some questions today. I hope you enjoy. Nadia from Pussy Riot! Thank you so much for being on Girly IRL. I'm so excited that you're here. How are you doing today? I'm good uh, because um, I can speak to you um, and also because um, we are, we're planning a photo shoot with my friend. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, so, you know, relatively speaking for 2021, I feel like I'm good and I'm really thankful to the universe for uh, making it this way. What about you? Hell yes. Yeah, well, I'm thankful to the universe for inventing the shirt that you're wearing because it's so cool. <laughs> I love it so much. It's kind of giving me like Victorian, I don't know, like dominatrix vibes. It's very cool. I love dominatrix vibes. And it also gives me, um, I like to play around with the idea of me of being alternative female president of Russia because our current president sucks. I think someone else should represent Russia and maybe it doesn't have to be one figure, it can be different people. So I'm an alternative uh, female president of Russia. And uh, for this new year, I was recording um, my speech to the nation, to, to, to all, the, all the people of Russia, of me. Uh, being a president of Russia, I said, the next year we're going to make all this queer reform, legalize same-sex partnerships and marriages in Russia. And actually I got an overwhelmingly great response. I think I saw the video, you were like with the flag. Yes, you saw it. <laughs> it was so good. Would you ever like actually consider going into politics or do you think it's just like too toxic? Well, it is toxic, but also another... On another hand, it's going to remain toxic if we don't choose to engage. I would say never say never. Legally speaking, I cannot be elected because I have a criminal record. So after 10 years, after the end of my term, prison term, uh, I can be elected technically, which will be 2023. Um, so this is the first um, problem that I have in my way. I have to get over 10 years. Um, the, the next problem is that we don't really have fair and free elections. We don't really have independent media. I think politics has to be diverse and the more people uh, with different opinions and the more progressive people are in politics, the better for the politics and the less toxic it will be. So I'm ready to serve and protect. Hell yes. Oh my gosh, Nadia for Russian president. <laughs> If I could vote, I would vote for you. Yeah. So maybe me and you will be part of the, the world government. <laughs> or maybe my daughter will be, she's 12 years old. She's an activist. She's really, really politically aware. Um, so maybe I will not have to touch, she'll do this for me. Oh, that is so cool. I would love to have a little girl because I feel like girls are just so badass. Absolutely. I mean, I was like, I was freaking out when I was pregnant. I didn't know the um, sex of my kid because I, I was like, I had I have no idea what I'm going to do if it's a boy. I, mean, <laughs> You're like, I, I can't imagine what I'm going to do with a kid in general because I was 18 years old at the time. 
but I knew that I can deal with a girl, a boy. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, what do I, what do I do with this? <laughs> I have a dream that, like, if I have a little girl, she'll just become like the most badass rock chick, skater, black belt, and everything. Don't impose it on her no, because you get the opposite. <laughs> yeah, then she'll like completely go against everything I want and be like. I'm gonna vote for Trump and be like, no! What five words would you use to describe yourself? Punk, adventure, girls, philosophy, art. Hell yeah. Would you live in my world? I would live in your world. I'm really interested. It's a kind of word that a lot of people see differently. What does the word punk mean to you? Fluidity. Um, that's like, you know, you definitely described it. For everyone, it has its own meaning and that's the beauty of punk. And punk is something that's changing constantly. It's never, it never stays the same. Um, I think punk is uh, someone's ability to question everything in the world, including yourself and your position and your privileges. It's a mindfuck, I have to tell you. <laughs> it's not an easy place to be because you never get to stay in one place. I mean, not geographically, but mentally. Because you have to you have to challenge, you have to develop yourself. Practically speaking, it means like that today I'm going to write a pop song and tomorrow I'm going to write a metal song. <laughs> and probably people from both camps, they're going to hate me for that because <laughs> they'll feel betrayed. Oh, you're not a, true, a real punk. You're not a real that. You're not a real this. Constantly subverting everything, including your own position. <laughs> that is a sick definition. I see uh, young people, including my daughter or you know, some, some followers of uh, Pussy Riot who are... 12 or 15 or 17 and they say that they became political activists because of Pussy Riot. I could not imagine it when we just started. I thought that we are going to remain freaks. It was freak. It was really freakish at the time to be a feminist in Russia. Mm. And all of a sudden, I feel like I'm in the mainstream and I'm like, holy, holy shit, it feels amazing to be in this feminist mainstream yeah like pussy riot inspired me when i was a teenager <laughs> am i correct in saying you identify as queer yes does being queer affect the art that you make when did that infiltrate into your songs and your expression i think it started from from the point where uh, when i realized myself as a fully human being I don't know exactly when it happened, but like, you know, some teenage years I started to define myself and find my identity. So I, I learned about queer uh, theory early on. It made sense to me. I love the flexibility and freedom, fluidity that it allowed me to experience. So I started to feel myself and identify myself as a queer person like, since late teenage years, I'd say. And uh, at the same time, I started to make art. So it was always um, it was always coming together for me. Me being seriously interested in feminism and in queer theory and queer practice um, <laughs> made uh, me create, um, me and my friends create uh, Pussy Red because we realized that we cannot actually make a meaningful um, art group was men being around us and it was not because we hated men or anything it was just because of this bias that was so um deep inside of everyone in russia so if you are um a female person or a queer person you stand together in an art group or music band with male members they would be ideologists producers managers leaders mm. presidents whatever we wanted to build a non-hierarchical 
hierarchical structure, which was not possible uh, with, 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 with this bias. So we were like, yeah, we, we just have to create all girls. We made an amendment, so it's not just all girls, but all queers and like all non-binary people. And it actually went really well. <laughs> it is so weird how I have so many friends who are women in bands and people will come, men will come up to them and maybe they have a, a friend who's a, a man helping them with merch or whatever. And they'll come up thinking that he like is the guitar player and they're like, no, that's me asking them if they know about their equipment or like just stupid stuff. We were about to go on tour um, this March and we had only girls in the men and we were so excited about it because we were prepared to blow a lot of brains because they would not have one person to who they could can they come come up to. If you travel with um, one man who maybe he's just a friend. Maybe he doesn't even have like any role in the band, right? Like he doesn't even sell merch. People will still come to him. Yeah, I know, literally. But in and South America, we traveled two years ago and not in all the places, but in some places, especially in rock clubs where, you know, I feel like people who work there, they still part of this macho male rock culture. Mm-hmm. And me and uh, another member of Pussy Red, we would roll into the club uh, for the sound check and they would be like, oh, who we actually can talk to? And they would look for someone else. And um, they were like, oh, there was actually this Jacob guy. He was talking with me on email. And I was like, yeah, he's our assistant, but he's not traveling with us. Like he's, he stayed back home. And they either were like, yeah, but who we can talk to right now? They like freak out. bitch! (laughs) Like the toxic masculinity is like so uncomfortable with all the women in the rooms. Well, yeah, some of them, they would uh, just, they would refuse to talk to me. Uh, They knew how to speak English. I knew that they know how to speak English, but they would, they would refuse to speak English with me. And they would be like, oh, I don't understand. I don't understand what you, what you say. And I was like, wow, this is just like beyond. Bye. <laughs> I bet it felt amazing to then play an awesome show and be like, yeah. you guys. I like to growl. And like sometimes I would growl on stage. Like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I, I, I sing like with this voice, and sometimes I growl and 80% of those men who didn't treat me seriously after I growl they come to me and be like oh you actually know how to perform whoa you're sick (laughs) (laughs) like yeah bitch I do the thing I find really amazing is that I see a lot of my fans like queer music fans are from Russia Russia has like such an amazing LGBTQ scene can you see in the future Russia going forward to being like more open and having more gay rights for people do you think that's changing or do you think it will change I think Russia is not conservative it's just a mythology created by the ruling class to keep to maintain their power and their money Uh, and so they have to come up with something as their ideology and they they came up with conservatism uh which is not really true you know they're, they're like trump they don't really have any set of beliefs like trump doesn't care he cares just about himself putin putin is the same in this sense for that reason putin comes up with um, stuff like you know okay so the, the hating of gay people will be our national agenda and it sounds silly like it's obvious that it doesn't work 
<laughs> like uh, your fucking national agenda. And it's silly for Russian people as well. But um, while most of the people do not treat it seriously, it still enables um, many haters. Every country have homophobes, ha- has homophobes. It's, it's not just Russia. It happens in England, in the United States. And as Trump enabled and validated with his um, terrible statements, many people who are homophobic, transphobic, Islamophobic, the same thing is happening with anti, um, anti-LGBTQ laws in Russia. By legalizing hatred, the government says it's okay to beat people, it's okay to uh, oppress people or kill people just because they, they have different sexual orientation than you have or they look differently, or, you know, if it's a man and he wears a makeup, it's okay to beat him. So uh, it wasn't always like this. In 90s, it was completely different. And um, I was growing up in the 90s, and um, I was seeing all those amazing queer performers. So I think if we uh, will be able to change our government, uh, everything will fall into place. And we still have homophobes as every country. It's not like Russia is a paradise on, on, on Earth. I've never been to Russia, but I would love to be able to go and see people being able to express themselves properly. Yeah, I would love to, honestly. I've wanted to play a show in Russia forever. I have like fans there. It will be really important for them as well. I, I think it should, it should come. Once Corona is over, I'm on a plane. So we were talking about like queer being queer and making art, but I'm interested if you think that queer like relationships and breakups are different to heterosexual ones? I feel like generally uh, it's it's easier to find a relationship um, which is which exists outside of stereotypes mm. uh, when you are in a queer relationship just because it doesn't bring with itself like all the heavy heritage of patriarchal culture. Um, I did experience uh, a lot of troubles with uh, my relationships with cis males um they could be amazing people and they would be my friends for for a while and then we just happened to fuck with them maybe it's not it was not even a relationship but i just happened to fuck with my cis male friend and then i'll be blown away by the amount of stereotypes that he suddenly automatically um apply on our interaction which means that he would expect me to want to marry him, to have kids with him, to um, ask him for to buy me lingerie or furry coats. And I'm like, I'm not interested in like any of this. <laughs> and I was just like, I think he must be talking to someone else. There must be someone like here. Like, here. Uh, is this? <laughs> yeah, that's not me, right? And I'm still the same person as I was yesterday when we did not fuck yet. I mean, queer relationships can go wrong as any other relationships, but generally it's easier and more free just because you don't have to deal with the all this fucking bullshit patriarchal heritage. Nadia for president, I have one more question for you. What are your top three tips for not giving a fuck? Anything that you shouldn't give a fuck about, basically. First, I think it's important to make a list what do you do give a fuck about? And everything that's not in this list, you just don't give a fuck about it. Is it okay? <laughs> that's perfect. I mean, that's the best advice ever. 
usually when I did the episode in real life, like I took little Polaroids of my friends, but obviously Corona and we are far apart right now. Oh my God, the little shark. <laughs> I love this. Okay, amazing. You ready? Perfect. What is the shark's name? Sharky. Sharky. <laughs> I love it. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, incredible. I love it. Dinosaur. Okay, look. It's a oh my god, it like falls. <laughs> oh, that was really cute. That's really. Oh. Thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you over Zoom. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for watching episode three of Girly IRL with Nadia from Pussy Riot. Make sure to go check this out as a podcast on all podcast streaming services. Also, if you enjoyed this, go check out my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Girly Music, and go check out my music on all streaming services. My new song, Passive Aggressive, is out right now. So go listen to it, only if you want to. Thanks for watching, keep being rad. Hey, thanks for listening to Girly IRL. This is my new song, Letter to My Ex.